little girls. This seems to say. Do you? Do you? I beg your pardon. Are you ill? But Robert Ford would only lay on the floor and look at the ceiling, the light going out of his eyes before he could find the right words. Okay then. Okay then. Okay then. Whatever are you doing? Hello and welcome to Spoilerama. I'm Marina Gorski. And I'm Mick Jordan. And um, today we're going to talk about Ready Player One, which we both saw together. I brought Mick to Cineworld. <laughs> you to, brought yeah. me to Cineworld. We met at Cineworld. I brought you to it. Okay, yes, yes. Um, yes. Don't let me in without you. No. And I wanted to bring him to see his reaction to certain bits of the film. And um, I was, uh, I couldn't contain myself. <laughs> No, every time I knew, I knew of moments there were because suddenly a head swung round in front of me <laughs> and I couldn't see the screen because you were staring at me. To see your reaction. It was all the 80s moments, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 <laughs> and the film references. Yeah, well, the big yeah, film reference. Yeah. Which is The Shining, which we were planning to discuss with my dad soon. Yeah. And um, yeah, so I took him to see it. And now uh, what is your opinion? Well, I really enjoyed it. No, I loved it. Yeah. I mean, it was a great film and it was a case of I didn't know whether I, going in I said yeah I'm probably going to really enjoy this because it's Spielberg and it's Spielberg just making pure entertainment which he's just a master at and then I thought yeah but it's computer games and then for the first five minutes it's gone yeah it's all very very good CGI I have no interest in this sort of thing I mean I have no interest in video games at all never have I haven't played a video game since Pac-Man in an arcade back in the 80s you are a gamer aren't you or you played them I wouldn't say gamer but I do like video games like I used to be much more into them now I have um, adult life life. yeah (laughs) I'm an adult now and I don't have time for them unfortunately Um, but I used to love playing FIFA Um, Call of Duty was the main one I think I loved and GTA okay I think they were oh and Sly Cooper not many people know Sly Cooper I know I did Sly Cooper I know GTA's Grand Theft Auto or something isn't it yeah yeah um, yeah, so I really liked those kinds. I loved um, Need for Speed, Tony Hawk, when it was like PS2 and stuff. Um, yeah, there was loads of games that were cool. And yeah. Star Wars as well. Star Wars is really cool for PS4. But I'm not like, I wouldn't spend like five hours. I mean, I would. Given the chance, you Given would. Given the chance, I would. But I'm not like a serious gamer. Well, you think I can see, because I mean, as you know, I managed to play FIFA for the first time last yeah, week. Yeah, I got a picture. Well, we'll post it in spoiler on my page, guys. No, we won't. Give us a fuck. No, we won't. It was basically, <laughs> I was visiting my cousin, Jamie Keown. Just give him a shout out, even though he doesn't listen, but he probably will now. <laughs> and um, he's nine and he suddenly called out to me. My, uh, Michal, because that's what he calls me, play FIFA. But he did, he's not that young. He said, would you like to play some FIFA? Or rather in more insistent. So I went in, oh yeah, I've heard all about this. <laughs> so tried it. And we were playing for about a couple of minutes and I scored a goal and then he cheered. And then he turned around and told me, no, he'd lied. He told me of the wrong team. I was, <laughs> <laughs> I was playing red. I thought I was a red player. And he says, no, he was. And I said, 
I'm 50 years old. I'm 41 years old. It's the first time I ever played it. And you cheated? <laughs> With a game that you know far more than I did, so it didn't last very long after that. <laughs> Brilliant. Yes. Yeah. Smart child. Oh, that's you. That's you. And I'm going, I'm playing really well. <laughs> and the player is going, I was aiming control the whole time. And then goal. Yay. Oh, that's me. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then it was as well. Because um, I was playing, it was Liverpool versus Man United we were playing. And so I automatically, I was Liverpool, so I automatically assumed red. Yeah. A red player. And then Breda, his mother, who's probably says, do you not realise you're white? And I said, why would I be white? And he says, it's the away strip. And I said, we're playing away? <laughs> What's going on? What the hell? Threw down again and that was the end of that. Right. So thank you, Jamie, for that introduction to FIFA. End of. <laughs> well, back to so the you film. have to play with me now. Oh, well, you cheat as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. You, you won't wait until the game is over. before yeah. you At least told me after the first goal. But that's what I thought with this film, like the effects were, like that whole chase at the start where they're setting the rules of the game. Yeah. And it was all spectacular and all this. I said, yeah, but it's just a game. Like, I mean, you're watching, it's like watching someone else play a computer game, I felt. Mm. And then I just got into it because the whole logic that was coming through. It was hard to settle into it, the fact that you were living into an alternative world was yeah. the idea. Because I could then I couldn't take it seriously. Like none of the dangers or threats were there really to me. Because I was saying, yeah, but it's just a game. Like, you're, you leave the world. But then gradually realise, no, it's meant to be affecting real world scenarios yeah, as well. Yeah, So I liked that. And um, also the whole way went through. It's like it builds up to a big climax. And I just w- was watching and saying, oh, this is like watching a real professional filmmaker of work. He knows exactly how to build up to an excellent yeah, climax, yeah. which is what it was. You enjoyed it, I take it. Oh, worry. Well, so yeah, much. you went to it twice. Yeah, so much. Um, it's like, I first I thought when we saw the trailers for it, you know, um, mm. loads of times, I thought, okay, it's hard to think of a film about video games because World of Warcraft came out. and Was, was there a film of that? Yeah. Oh, I didn't yeah. see that. And I just thought, you know, it's... How can you make a film... The whole, like to me it's just animation the whole thing then. exactly so it's hard to accept that that would be a film that video games could be a film like a, 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 there could be a story in it yeah so I was like I wonder how he's going to do this because it, you, it could just get boring like because there's no when you think of it it's like oh okay it's all CGI yeah great yeah where's the real work you know that, that kind of way I know there is a lot of work in CGI but I, I just thought okay but once I started watching it and the whole story, the soundtrack, mm-hmm. the music everything, soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, the references to real life and to like all these, you know, and these, to be honest, he is, um, the theme is actually actual, if you know what I mean. There real is, world. Yeah, it is because there were, it actually reminded me of a few years ago, there was this game, I'm still, it's, I'm sure it still exists, called Second Life. Okay. It's a computer game. And you literally had your avatar, you had your own life there, you could have girlfriends, you could have sex, you could do anything in there. That's it was very popular with Oh it was, people. but it be, people became so addicted to it. Yeah. They didn't live outside of that. There was actually a case in Korea, South Korea. Oh, it's just where they neglected their child yeah. or something. Yeah. I remember hearing of that. So that is actually quite scary. So and I can see this happening in Oh that it re- takes over people's oh, lives. Oh yeah, no, yeah. but I can see it becoming that big where people can just like you're actually you yourself is in the game yeah so like you're walking around in your house but you're actually in the game and 
I just thought it was brilliantly done. And the whole way that they're living where a robot just drops pizza off and (laughs) the little drone just drops pizza off. And it's all controlled by this one company, everything like around them. And I just thought it was it, it was brilliant. And the soundtrack just really got me. Well, this like, I mean, what struck me about it was all the 80s reference. Why? It didn't make any sense to me why it would be like that. That and I mean, I'm still like it was like all the music from the 80s and so on, because it's set in 2045. Isn't it? It's set well in the future, something like that. So, I mean, you're talking about an era that at that point is 80 years old. Yeah. Um, Or no, 60 years old. Sorry. Yeah, Yeah. 60 years old. 60 years old. So they're nostalgic for the 80s in 2045. And like people, why would people even now be that nostalgic for the 80s? I know a lot of people are, but it's not the same way the 60s were. But I think because it was your man Holiday, Halliday. Which one was he? The main guy that created the Oasis. Oh, yeah. Um, Mark Rylance. Yeah, he grew up in the 80s. The character, if you... If, yeah. Yeah, so I think that's why it's all 80s, because even the characters, um, like, he played Atari, he played Adventure, all these games oh, yeah. that were all from that oh, time. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. So it's all, you know, the whole film is about kind of him, really. Yeah. So I think it's the time that he lived in, so that's why the 80s... Well, yeah, I... Is, I couldn't say, but I'm talking about from an audience point of view, like an audience watching it, like oh. the people, the young people of today who's supposed to appeal to teenagers and so on, wouldn't necessarily have the same idolatry for the 80s that he would have or anything like that. Like, I've, I'm not complaining about it. I was delighted yeah. it was there. It was just curious. And also the fact that the hero in it, the the kid yeah. who's probably supposed to be a bit, like he said himself he's born in 2027 or something like that 2017 he's born yeah. in the future anyway um, so therefore he's born about 30 years after the era that he himself is fascinated by like yeah. and then um, Ben Mendelsohn but, he, but he's only fascinated by because of Holiday okay well I just I just found it funny because like Ben Mendelsohn and the villain is trying to be cool with him by referencing the 80s. Yeah. And talking about The Breakfast Club, which any child of the 80s knows is horrible. But... No. Well, anyway. He's there. What I thought was really funny was Ben Mendelsohn supposed to be this older guy trying to be cool with the kids by talking about the 80s, which is before his time anyway, like in this context, because this guy would obviously have been born in the 80s or something, Ben Mendelsohn's character. And there, and and he's even caught up, and he says, "Yeah, you're just being fed lines about the Breakfast Club. You don't know." So I'm saying, "Turn around, I fucking do. I was around before <laughs> when it was there. You weren't like me." And someone says, "Yeah, you think you know about the '80s? Yeah, I was there." <laughs> so that sort of thing. Calm down. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I'm not angry. I was amused, but because, but this is what I mean. It all revolved around Jermaine. Everyone yeah. knew these things because of him. Right. That's why because everyone, because everyone looked into it because. He left these keys or this egg, um, which call it egg? The Easter eggs. Uh, Easter eggs, yeah. Egg hunt. Well, it is an egg hunt, <laughs> but um, the Easter eggs because... Um, it was what mattered wanted, to him. Yeah, they, they, wanted, they were trying to figure out clues. So they had to look into all this. And so they know yeah. all this information and all these things. When your man clearly didn't because he had people who knew for him. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, so, that makes sense. Yes, you've explained it properly yeah. to me now. But I still... It just was... I was like, he was doing it for me. <laughs> all these eighties things for you. Well, all the eighties, all the music that I grew up with was there. Yeah, he did it for me too because I like that kind of shit. <laughs> kind of shit. This is how aggressive you get about stuff you like. Yeah, <laughs> I see. Anyway, um, which brings us to The Shining, uh, which is nineteen eighty. Are you hosting? 
No, I'm just contributing. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm allowed to contribute. I'm allowed to Which brings points. us. Okay. Would you like to bring us to The Shining? <laughs> yes. As host. Oh, well done. That's a good idea. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought it was f- because, first of all, that's 1980. So I really see it as 70s. Well, it wasn't yeah. it like 1979 or something. I think, well, probably made in 79. I think yeah. it was released in 1980. So it feels like a 70s film to me. Mm. And certainly, like it's Jack Nicholson at his yeah. Well, even the style of the hotel is also oh, every, yeah, yeah, oh yeah. But I loved it. I would just love it was another film. Like I like, we'll discuss The Shining another time. But because they so reproduced everything perfectly, that I would yeah. love if it was a load of films. If they did The Breakfast Club, even even I hate it. But any other those other things, they just they reproduced everything, and they clearly took scenes from the original. Yeah. And then digitized them or something like his reflection in the mirror and yeah. things like this. So I and even then the fact that the black and white photograph that Jack yeah. Nicholson was superimposed because that photograph was taken in the 20s in the original film. So, yes, yes, yes. And they just put, and yeah, they, yeah, put, they put it. So in, now yeah. what they've done is they've taken it from the 80s and digitized someone else into it. I just thought that was so many cool things in there. So many layers and perfect reproduction but also what I thought was intriguing about it that's clearly Spielberg deliberately picked The Shining because he and Kubrick were very good friends and never met that's, yeah that's what I said to John you see John kept saying to me I want, he's probably making so much money because of these references to The Shining or whatever he probably bought the um, the royalties no I don't think he, I'm sure he's paying something because he's using the images yeah. but I oh, just yeah. think he has contacts and relationships with these people I'm sure he even knew Kubrick. Oh, he did. Well, so, like I said, I said no, these things just no. Shut up, John. <laughs> well, Kubrick's last film was going to be AI. Was it? Yeah, Kubrick was developing AI, and then he died, and Spielberg took it over. And I remember seeing a documentary on Kubrick, and they were saying like Spielberg and him were in constant contact, rang each other every week, never met. That's the, and Spielberg actually once said to him on the phone, he says, "You know, we should get together sometime." And Spielberg said, "Why?" Spielberg says, said Spielberg said no Kubrick said back to him why oh, right. he says everything's fine the way it is <laughs> he was very he was a very weird person <laughs> and it was a case of, like Kubrick lived in England and like he'd flown to England one time and never found he'd never fly again and ended up living there he was terrified of flying that's why everything he's made was made in England but they all are set in America or whatever that's, that's so a amazing. very strange character but Spielberg and him used to talk all the time on the phone and he just thought that was the perfect relationship why ruin it by actually meeting <laughs> <laughs> so this is so they were very he was obviously saw him as a mentor or something because yeah. because Kubrick was around long before Spielberg oh yeah so and he was just carrying on that legacy but I would love he'd, he was also a big fan of Hitchcock I would love if he'd reproduce a Hitchcock film as well yeah it would have been it would have been great it, and there is so much like scope in that oh, yeah. game to do that like the horrors and all that of yeah. Well, this, well, I was about to say. Imagine would, the birds and and, and psycho, rear window, yeah. psycho. Suddenly it's in black and white. All of it's so good. Everything just changes, and yeah. there's a shower. Well, you see, you couldn't if you did something like Psycho. It would just be too much a send up because everyone knows every inch of Psycho so yeah. well. Yeah. Whereas The Shining is a little more specialized, and it's certain scenes like that. But yeah, it was brilliantly reproduced, mm. and I'd love to see him do things like that again. Um. So I, th- I think it's very much Spielberg the top of his game. Yeah. Oh, it is. And I thought, I said, when I was watching it, I actually thought, this is a guy who knows his shit. Yeah. Because, but not only that, but I said, the amount of study he had to do, because even in the video game bit, the amount of references to actual video games. But that's what I'm saying. The, the, the like, game they're playing, it doesn't exist anyway. Like that's No, it doesn't. Entirely but it's the, the references bits. Like, for example, 
the whole um the race for example the 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 car race oh yeah obviously there are games about car races whatever but the stuff that like the the balls coming those that reminded me so much of sonic okay which is sonic the hedgehog is it yeah yeah they had those huge balls (laughs) 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 the wrecking balls (laughs) highly used by saying big balls yeah and the um the kong at the end which is so like oh the big boss right the whole gandalf situation the huge you know wizard or whatever like there's so many references to all, all these um even the the characters the amount of different characters you could be a woman you could be um what you call the, the some of them look like uh, what's the name of that game is it street fighter i'm not that they have these bizarre some some video games have these bizarre characters and a lot of them you can see glimpse of some of them like you see even hello kitty in it Okay. In the corner of the screen, there's Hello Kitty, the frog, and another character. Yeah, but, like, Miss Spielberg does that. He's always filling... Uh, like, there's loads of 80s references. Like, you pointed out the Billy Idol single. Yeah. At one point, just there in the background. And even then, there was also a scene, I think, when they come to the cinema to see The Shining or something like that, there's a Mad Max poster. The original Mad Max. Yeah. And all the, there's all but these bits, yeah, details. Yeah, but everything is just done to perfection. Yeah. Which I thought was huge great. huge amount of detail. I, I, honestly, this is in the top five of the year already. Because okay. I think it was, it, he he managed to make a film which I could see many directors making a crap version of this, like yeah. a, a very crappy but film. That's say, he is so like yeah. uh, uh, Hugh Leonard, the writer, once referred to Spielberg as a filmmaking machine, because he just makes perfect films. He really yeah. works at he does everything right. Yeah, and I mean every time a new a Spielberg film comes out, I'm always looking forward to it. You're, ne- I rare. I don't think I've ever been this way. Hey, I was the only one that disappointed me. It was boring as hell. But I think that was because he was too religiously following Kubrick's Kubrick. guidelines. Yeah, and I'm sure wasn't he was making scared. a Spielberg yeah, film. Yeah, I'm sure he was scared oh, yeah. of changing anything. Yeah, but still, every little detail was so brilliant. Even the the shining bits when they first come into the room, the whole tennis ball thing, and yeah. the the typewriting machine and oh it was just everything just done so so brilliantly and you're just so aware it's going to be anyway you just know as yeah, soon as that happened yeah. and I said oh this is going to be good yeah. because it's Steven Spielberg oh, yeah, did it. So, yeah you knew that the scene of the blood was going to happen and you knew you were going to see the twins and yeah. everything oh it was just it was so perfectly done and the references to the I'm sure he had a huge thing to give him the references as well to video games and stuff oh yeah but it, it was just it, oh it was brilliant every little bit of it the whole story development everything i just thought was great like i'd actually see it again and again and again i'd watch that film over and over okay it was so i'd watch it again i'd certainly watch it but as i said i'd love to see more of them just have more film references like just <laughs> keep <laughs> making game player ready player two or something <laughs> like that i have another film but you in know there. why it's ready player one you do know what why th- it's called ready player one because there's one winner in the end or something like no that. because Every time you're going to start a game. Oh, I know that. Sorry, yeah. I know that. It says, ready player one, you have to click X on your video game. You press X and that's it. And then it goes ready player two. All right. Yeah. Well, I know know the expression. Yes, I certainly heard that. So then you 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 can actually make a ready player two. Yeah. And it just the, the scene of the car is just a, r- a really quick one. It reminds me so much of my uh, childhood because there used to be a Hot Wheels game uh, that used to be like that. It used to be like in space and stuff. And if you fell off it, you died <laughs> in the car, obviously, in the car. But it used to be so cool because there used to be these 
going around with and then speed suddenly sorry and then you speed suddenly and then it goes down and then it goes up and then you have these uh, oh it was just, i miss it i might still have that somewhere. game is probably still out there somewhere yeah i'm sure but, oh, well, well just, one, the, one of the games they didn't refer to which would have been very interesting was, is that there was a game version of et Oh God. Because all the, well, you see, at that time um, in the eighties, everything, 80s, probably, everything yeah. there it was a, a video game spin-off. Yeah, and apparently it's one of the worst games ever made. It sold disastrously, like for Atari or something like that. I think it destroyed a company. Atari and is brilliant. No, no, but no, but it was for Atari. Oh, like it's, it's, it's just old, cartridge, old. but it was so bad that they immediately discontinued it, and now it's incredibly valuable. If anyone has a copy, you know, like these rare deleted this or whatever, and because it was just a really stupid game. No reference to the film or whatever like that. Like it was just E.T. chasing Pac-Man or something like that. But um, there was some, I think there was some research a while ago where they had been buried in some landfill. And it was an, like an archaeological dig to find them. Oh my God. That Because they're, they're so rare and obscure. Because they're not things that can be digitally copied yeah, like anything yeah, yeah. now. Yeah. So, but I just thought that would have been an interesting reference to throw in there. But he didn't. He didn't. No, I'm sure... He's embarrassed about it. Not only that, but he had so there's so many things to reference. You can't do it all. So anyway, um, yeah, I thought it was great. So I'm gonna give it a ten out of ten. Okay, I'm gonna give it four, four out four stars out of five because I did think it was excellent, great film. But oh. I mean, I'm giving too many fives as it is, and some of the other films we've seen already have been better for me. I can't remember. <laughs> 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 okay, well, we'll check back on what else we've seen this year. Anyway, um, right, so, now just to finish off our podcast. Oh, please do. Um, I am, damn it, I need to go get ready. Because um, yesterday was my birthday, people. So we're going yeah, out Yeah, that's today. what we're finishing off yeah. the podcast with, Marina, celebrating her <laughs> birthday. Yeah, so I had this brilliant idea, as I always do. I have great ideas. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it's her birthday. We have to humour her. Yes, of course you do, Marina. You're just full of them. Birthday days. Oh, yes. Does it mean we're going to use them, though? <laughs> no. We just like to hear about yeah. them. And then say, yes, Marina. And tap me on the head and say, good girl. <laughs> yeah, that's it, girl. That'd be great in the future. Yeah. You're, we'll a, you're a woman before your time. Yeah. Hundred years. How about years. you work on that? Yeah, write it down for future generations to unearth. I think I upped it a bit. That's fine. Oh. Anyway. Okay, so what we came up with... Oh, I came up with... You came up with. <laughs> entirely you. This is, is all her fault. A challenge. So what's going to happen is I am um, every week I'm going to... Co- I'm going to co- every week? I would say... <laughs> okay, not every week, but every... Month. Okay, every month. Fine. Well, you can do it every week if you want. There's just a hell of a thing to do I know, week. I know, I know. So we can do every three weeks then. Or okay, something. every now and then. Every, every, now and then. every time the mood takes Marina... Mick. Yeah. Condescending prick. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yes. um we're going to challenge each other to watch a film. Now it could be anything, like it could be German nineteen thirties obscure horror. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's what I would do. <laughs> Are you deliberately preempting what I might come up with? No, but it, this, uh, or it can be just a, a rom com from last year. This is okay. what I mean. But you, like you, what your idea is that you just suggest? I'm going to tell that oh, sorry. now. Sorry. So yeah, we're suggesting that happy to each other. Birthday, Mick will come up with something. He'll just tell me his idea, like a like say for example a rom com from last year, and I go and choose a rom com from last year and watch it, and then I'll come to the episode. To record it and I'll reveal which one I chose. It has to be a film that we've never seen before. 
Oh, wait, but it, I was looking at it from the point of view of that I would recommend not a specific film, but as you said, like criteria a like genre, that. Yeah. Um, but that it might be something that I have seen as well. Oh, you could uh, have seen it. That's not. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. You're not recommending a film. No, no. I know, but I mean, let, let's say, like you said, a rom com. Let's say I say a rom com from last year. Okay. And then, um, but are you going to tell me what you've seen um, before we discuss it, so that I can see it as well, and then we can both discuss it? Or are you just going to be? Oh no, no, no. All right, it's just purely your your response to what I suggest. Yeah. yeah. But I was like, I'm looking forward to setting you challenges of films. I'm like, uh, I oh, criteria, like as you said, there obscure German horror films from the 1930s. I've seen all of them. <laughs> <laughs> if I said something like that, in the hope that you that you might pick something I had seen, that's the way I'm going to look. Okay, well, that, you can do that. Yeah, Thank no you. problem. Thank you very much. Uh, I'll probably You're do so that nice. too with Disney films. He <laughs> <laughs> didn't think I'd. <laughs> I can just see. I can see this happening. After a few, the ante will go up and up and up. That they'd be even. Re- they'll get get vicious. Yeah. <laughs> Let me say something. Okay, I want obscure silent films from the Soviet Union. <laughs> At over three and a half hour in Lent, <laughs> featuring references to Lenin. Uh, yeah, good ones anyway. <laughs> um, right. Um, yeah. So that's the challenge. So do you want to give me your challenge, or will I give you my challenge? First? You give me your challenge first. Go on. Okay. Well, as you know, what am I giving? I forgot. You. This is your idea. Oh no! I remember. I remember. I remember. I remember. Go on. Okay. Because I've taught a lot about this. Since you first suggested it. Okay. 1984. Oh, <laughs> as you know, was the year I started going to cinema properly. That's where most of my <laughs> favourite films. you were going to say it was the year I was born. I was going, no, you weren't. <laughs> Happy birthday, Marina. Thank you. <laughs> You're getting away with so much. I know. It's great. You're exploiting this all the yeah. time. Um, as I said, 1984 was when I first really started going to the cinema properly where most of my favourite films come from because obviously that's formative years. Now, not... Films like The Company of Wolves or The Bounty or Once Upon a Time are my actual favourites. want you to pick a film from 1984 okay. um, that I might have seen, that you think I might have seen okay. in the cinema. So it would be, bear in mind, you know, it would be indie, British probably, because I saw an awful lot of British films that year. That was the year of film and four. But something you can pick out. And then when you tell me what you've seen, I can tell you whether I saw it or not. Okay. Okay, now what are you going yeah. to challenge me for? Disney film! No, no. What I am going to challenge you to do is... Now, I thought of this because one of our best listeners is Juana. I okay. thought you have to find a film that is made by a woman and Australian. Okay. In general, it doesn't have to, there's no year involved, but... Oh, that's uh, so easy. A, a, a film made by an Australian woman. Okay. Directed for an Australian woman. Yeah. Okay. And it doesn't have to be an Australian film. It could be a Hollywood film. It could be Australia. a Hollywood film directed by an Australian woman. Okay. Okay. That's for you, Juana. Am I to get her to suggest one or will I just find no, it myself? No, don't involve anyone. <laughs> no. <laughs> don't involve don't anyone. Don't get help. Yeah. Or I'll get help. <laughs> I you can if you want. Yeah. <laughs> I do need 1984. <laughs> I've given you a specific year. There are thousands of films to choose from. I know. It's great. I'm actually you, excited. You're not allowed to pick a Disney one. <laughs> yeah. That's it. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> immediately go on. Oh, yeah, quickly scan 1984. Oh, yeah. Beauty and the Beast came out there. <laughs> Probably did it. That's that ticked off. Grand. <laughs> That's that challenge over. <laughs> Come up with something Disney in some respect. Okay. So that is it. Um, yeah. 
yeah, that's it. Okay, catch you guys next time. Don't know what we're going to be seeing. Oh, I've seen The Quiet Place, A Quiet Place. Have you seen it? Yeah. Okay, we, we might do that next week. I want to um, try and see that myself. You haven't seen it? No. When are we do? Well, what are we doing with this challenge one? Will we just stick that on to next week's episode? Yeah, we can do like a 10 minute or no, five yeah. minutes. Just saying, yeah, I saw this one, whatever. Rather than a whole episode yeah. about it. So we can it, so actually we can. do it every week. Okay. Yeah. Like it's literally yeah. just that little bit at the end that we can talk about. And that's it. Okay. <laughs> an Australian film directed by a woman this week and then the following week an Iranian film <laughs> directed by a woman well there are actually several of them too yeah I have to think of a very obscure Brazilian genre no but it, you, <laughs> you don't don't go anywhere to make it harder and harder every week no I won't okay no, you, have to you make... don't do that either please I won't because I know you love doing these kind of I just you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna make a challenge just so I can go and see a Louise Brooks film like make it really no, specific no I know you will yeah <laughs> a <laughs> film with a Louise Brooks reference in it that's oh, next week's challenge sorted okay thank you very much for listening I've been Marina Gorski and I've been Mick Jordan who are you <laughs> <laughs>